All right. Hello, everyone. John, did you just mess up that intro talking about your (laughs) teeth? Hold on. Let me just, uh, one second. We can can still use this as the intro. I think this is the intro. I mean, yeah, this is actually what I was going to do. This is, um, (laughs) when Jan messes things up, I, uh, is this for the Patreon, the outtakes reel, right? Yeah, exactly. We gotta, we gotta, we actually do have some bloopers, uh, that that's right up. <laughs> but Perfect. i don't actually know it's in there we also have some canned episodes that will never see the light of day uh, uh, unless okay. that that one's going on our only fans oh there you <laughs> go oh, no. maybe yes one was a drunk episode anyways welcome everyone <laughs> if you couldn't realize by that terrible introduction uh we are ctf radio uh say hi jan hello hackers hello. and other people hello, hackers Hello, hackers. There we go. Now I got that soundboard. Hello, hackers. I just want to see if he does it the same every time. Uh, cool. Well, we have a very, very exciting episode today, Jan. Uh, why don't you give your best kind of ramp up introduction for these people before we have them introduce themselves? All right. So one of the uh, badass things on, uh, you know, hacker movies is is this concept of hacking against the clock live the hacker versus an opponent whether that opponent is a human an ai a system could be the gibson could be the guy behind the gibson right uh this is an elusive thing from uh it's it's eluded ctf this concept of of truly heads up uh you know mano a mano uh hacker versus hacker action and uh the guests we have with us today have made it a reality which is super awesome to see um and i'm personally super excited about they've made it a reality not just in terms of existing but existing at the world championship of cybersecurity competition so super excited let's uh welcome the live ctf team yay okay yay. we had yeah, a soundboard no I do. Yeah. yeah he missed the studio. <laughs> well now we show you gotta get a right. soundboard jordan that's yeah, the studio audience that's a different one. Yeah, oh, and the people have. love it the people just oh, absolutely love oh, it oh no much love I do have a soundboard. I just pointed to glass. It's just not plugged into this. It's not plugged, plugged, in. it's oh, not plugged yeah. into this computer, so no <laughs> you can't have on our side. Repeating soundboard now. It's too much. My my son found my little soundboard, uh, like little mobile one, and every once in a while, I'd be like, "Wah!" <laughs> and a big farting noise. Pretty good. Great. So yeah, we have uh, the fine folks, some of the fine folks from uh, Live CTF. So why don't we have uh, everyone who's here kind of introduce yourself, and then we'll start talking about uh, Live CTF. That sounds good. I'll go no, first. first, just because I talk a lot. I'm Jordan, Cyphertex, and I'm uh, an old man of CTF. Been around for a long time. I retired many years ago, so now I just do stuff like run things and, you know, stuff like that. And talk uh, about things. And talk about things, yeah. Like, I've, I actually had a... So, I, when I started, like, when I quit my last job, we started Vector 35, Remake Fighter Ninja. I had on my bio on the website, like, CTF anthropologist slash like apologist like i like the the history of ctf i like you know talking about how great ctf is and so it was always the plan to do something like we're doing live ctf and then i just kind of got busy with life and seven years later i hadn't done anything with it yet uh and then yeah we finally kind of got got this off the ground last year so that's a little bit of the history I, i used to play ctf i um used to run ghost in the shell code Again, this is like old, old. CTF I was gonna stuff. say, can you give people a, a taste for how how old was it, Jordan? 
Yeah, I know, right? Uh, some of you weren't alive when I started playing CTF, which is scarily true. Uh, I think the first CTF ever... I played in DEFCON 9. Uh, wow. I played CTF Ooh. in DEFCON 9. And then I kind of took a break and came back like actually more seriously like DEFCON That was the first DEFCON I attended. DEFCON 9. Not the CTF I, oh, I, wow, cool. I got roped into the CTF. I didn't play. I didn't like go to play because uh, that was what was kind of open. You can sort of like walk in. And mm-hmm. strangely enough, like Chris Eagle of all people, like I was on his team, and then like we didn't ever know it until like ten years later we were talking again. I was like, wait a minute, like wasn't that? Anyway, yeah, it was just random. So that was like yeah. Lexus, Lexus Park way back in the day. Yeah, Lexus Park was the best, the best one, I think. It's weird to me that it's not the original, because to me, it feels like the original DEF CON uh, location. Is that when you were sleeping in the hallways, Jan? Uh, I had a room, but other people people. had had, a sleeping in the hallway. They had, like, tents on the roof, like, because it was overflowing. It was a crazy... It was amazing. And and I remember back then, yeah, they had the gray net or the gray team or something where you just show up and plug into the CTF networks. Yeah, it wasn't nearly... Like, the the game changed a lot, right? Back then, you literally just would show up. You'd run your own service, and, like, that would be part of the CTF. You just, like hack other people's boxes if you could that was this, it was weird it wasn't nearly as fun uh i think once it kind of like got its legs and became a little more organized so qualifiers and all that stuff it made a difference so yeah but then like and i you know, played actively for maybe about 10 years and then kind of retired uh so the last five or so years I, I just watched for the most part yeah so was that the last year it was hosted by the goons um no i think there was uh, it may have been. Yeah, I've got my spreadsheet like online. Um, I'll have to like if there's like you know notes for the the podcast. I can I'll send you all the link. There's like a a Google Perfect. sheet I have of like a, every year of DEFCON CTF of like who ran it, who organized it, who won it, what was the platform, and all that kind of stuff. That uh, oh, is this the history of DEFCON CTF? Yes. Uh, yes, yeah, I'm looking at that Google right sheet. now. Oh, there That's, you go. You got that. Oh so, yeah. Yeah. Okay, trust yeah, that def- then. Cool. Def- DEFCON point, nine was the goons it says multiple okay. platforms and the winners were ghetto hackers yeah and then that's right then they went on to run then it they took over yeah. that was the next year yeah they took over yeah so and i didn't then... go the next few years but um wow yeah. that's cool old 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 stuff so anyway pretty old um but yeah awesome yeah it was interesting from uh from the perspective of like a kid that got into hacking through defcon like i didn't know who cult of the dead cow was not really i kind of yeah, knew yeah. but i knew who ghetto hackers were Right. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. And everybody yeah. else in the world would have thought like the exact opposite, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool. Oh, good nice. All right, cool. Uh, hi, I'm Glenn. Uh, I go by Glenn's or Glenn S. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, I started CTF with uh, RPI sec. Oh, geez, that was like almost 10 years ago now. Not quite. We Ancient. Played, yeah, we I played in DEF CON a couple times. We didn't do Fantastic. I think we got qualified for finals what twice? Uh, twice alone, one time with shellfish. Yeah, and then yeah, and every time we didn't qualify, we would just like all fly out to Arizona and go play with shellfish. It was pretty good. <laughs> oh no, one time we qualified with lab rats. Like, oh yeah, we did with lab rats. Mm-hmm. Yep. And y'all yeah, did a lot of like seesaw. Yeah, we, we did seesaw. Yeah. Yeah. We did seesaw a lot of the other like local competitions. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was pretty good. But yeah, after I graduated, I came and I worked for this old man. And uh, <laughs> he roped me into doing all this live CTF stuff when it started. So, it's like, you've got some free time, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like... Yes, free time. Know. Yes. Boss, the mythical always. free time. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not work time. I'd love to have that. Totally. Yeah. 
take both your work time and your hobby time and destroy them. Isn't it fun when your work and your hobbies are nearly identical? I enjoy it. Not everyone does, but yeah. (laughs) It's the kind of thing you have to balance them out and then, you know, every six months you just take like a long break. Go play a lot of people. You go outside. Yeah. That is like the curse of CTF, I think, that it is like it can really, if you want it to, it can suck up your time and then you realize you start liking it, you do that for a job and then all of a sudden like what else is there? Yeah. yeah, but in a yeah. way, it is very you cool. Don't eat, you don't sleep; you just CTF. You can turn the thing that you find fun into just money, which is very cool. True. Yeah, doesn't happen in a lot of industries. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I'm Josh. I got my Negasora on pretty much everything. Um, my first CTF was Plaid CTF 2014. Actually, it was my first time doing any CTF, so that was a wake up call. And I'm like, well, I'm really bad at this. I want to learn more. So then I went. Wait, I toured... but how did you get? How did you get involved in playing oh, Plaid CTF? Yeah, yeah. I, I literally just like found it. I forget. Well, you, like just you by yourself. By yourself. I, was, I was on a gap year. I wasn't. At, yeah. I wasn't in college. Oh yet. wow! I was just on a gap year. I had my laptop with me, and I'm just like scrolling through like r slash hacking or something. I don't even remember. Like, uh, I was like, oh, there's like the CTF thing. It's like, oh, Jeopardy. It's like puzzles. And I'm like, I love puzzles. So I. You know, stayed up for 16 hours trying to play it. I solved one challenge. It was a 50-point, like, hello, welcome challenge. And I'm like, I'm terrible at this. I love it. Uh, and then I was touring colleges next year. And I went to RPI. And RPI Sec had a big poster up. So I went. I talked to a couple of people. I talked to, like, um, who? Marcus, Sophia, Patrick. Yeah. Uh, and the old guard there. And, yeah, and they were, I, I mentioned, like, oh, yeah, I do some web and, like, crypto stuff. And they're like, you're, you're coming here. So I got recruited. <laughs> it's history since then. So I was playing CTF ever since people. then. Desperately need crypto people. Numbers are just scary. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then I came here. Like, I think I started working here while I was still in college. Mm-hmm. And I've been here ever since. And the idea of live CTF came up. And I'm like, we did uh, Seesaw 2019. Yeah, that's right. We did a little pony racing. Yeah, oh, so so cool. one of our folks that's not here, Carl uh, uh, Zeta Two or Cal, um, is uh, was like sort of like the the lineage of like you know like the live CTF stuff. Like he was one of the people who had the steps along the way with doing pony racing, and like we used to like collectively, me and Rusty, who's who's not here uh, right now, but was, we helped out a little bit with some of the live CTF stuff. Um, Rust, well, Rusty basically himself has done like potent adventure, uh, a bunch of challenges over the years, and we were usually heavily involved in seesaw challenges and making stuff for that and so yeah one year one year was like hey let's let's do that live CTF yeah. thing and and since pony racing had kind of its brand of like head-to-head live racing that was announced in sports casted style um we just said hey like carl do you, do you mind if we just like use your brand and website we'll stream like up 10 hours of content or something and he's like that sounds good so we wrote a bunch of challenges and did kind of like a Sort of precursor to yeah what we did last yeah. year last year yeah so did that it was a great time I think it was, was that the year before maybe you started that was the year before I yeah because I know he was playing about CPF. I played in the, I oh, watched that's right you I were... watched Matt yeah go yeah. up and then lose the very first challenge and we we're all like Matt what are you doing <laughs> it's way different it's when you're so head hard. versus head when you yeah. have like any time crunch yeah like anyone will know when it's down to like the last five hours of the CTF you're like full on like panic mode. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I guess we got mad at him for losing the first challenge, but in a way, wouldn't half of the teams lose the first challenge? Yeah. Like, yeah. in a 1v1, that's just what happens. Might yeah. be yeah. just below average. 
<laughs> this is true. Yeah, you could be almost exactly average and still yeah, yeah get get knocked out. So so it's, so real quick, Plat CTF uh twenty fourteen was I think the first CTF that I set up for forty eight hours straight. Really? Oh, that's a yeah, yeah. The entire thing. It was insane. By the end, um, I was uh like like having you know micro sleeps, where oh, you're yeah. just like sitting there and then like suddenly wait jerk awake and it's like. It's where you, you keep convincing yourself I'm being effective. I'm being effective. That you yeah, stopped yeah, being yeah, effective yeah. fifteen hours ago and you yeah, should have just exactly. left. Yeah. It was absolutely insane. And then I drove home, which was a terrible oh, idea. Oh, but no. it worked out fine. You but, didn't die. You know, yeah, just it, real slowly. Got yeah, crazy. So yeah, Carl was uh, actually insane. we did an episode with him about pony racing and other CTF stuff for CTF Radio. Um, so yeah, wasn't able to come today, but uh, yeah. So that's okay. So then that's great. So then there's a uh, like a streaming lineage. So can you walk us through the history of like live CTF and or I think like like stream like you know this kind of notion of streaming a heads yeah. up hacking competition. Yeah, like I think it's interesting because there's you know there is like a lot of like Twitch culture nowadays where it's people just streaming competitive things or doing things is is pretty common. But like 10, 15 years ago, it, it was not quite as like it's just normal I think. And so mm -hmm. the idea of like taking CTF stuff and just streaming it um, was maybe a little bit less less common than it, it might seem now. Uh, it started like see I'm trying to remember like maybe that some of the very first ones like there have been always people who tried to like. Remember, like, I went to RSA, of, of all things, one time, and there was somebody who was doing, like, a head-to-head -head commentary. This is actually how I got my last, not, like, several jobs ago, like, uh, 18 uh, years ago or so. Um, and they were, like, you would walk up, and you would just do a little challenge, and they had a screen over your head that people could see what you were doing. And based on your times, you got to, like, come back for another round where you, like, head-to-head -head with somebody else, and they had a guy with a microphone. Um, like, RSA is one of, like, it's not a very technical conference. I don't recommend mm -hmm. it for, like, most actual hackers, but... This is a pretty fun thing. They had some good web challenges, and uh, the company that was running it, ironically, had like another company. This is where I ended up getting a job for, so it kind of it, it worked out well. Uh, but that was the first time I had ever seen like, oh man, this is like, you know, crazy. Like having like somebody see me while I do this stuff. Like I said, I played at Defcon CTF before that, you know, way back. And so, but those two ideas, like kind of early on, I was like, that's that's super cool. Like you know, we should do some more of this. Um, and then. I, I'm trying to remember the exact order of it. Like I did one year, um, I think what I guess was George. So GeoHot like was started just being GeoHot, like streaming what stuff he was doing. And so like when he was like dominant in the CTF scene, he would just like oh, do yeah. a bunch of like. I remember when he did the live live hacking of right. uh, like yeah. Vortex challenges and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was just blowing through it. And just you, you, at, the, at the same time, at the one hand, you're like, oh man, what a, like what a fool. He doesn't know about this command like, tool. He must this thing. And then the other hand, he just blows through stuff. It's really fun. Like the, to see like both how smart and how like much people still have to learn and how much you can learn from them. Like, I don't know. Like that was, and he's just, of course, super entertaining and like really, you know, engaging. So he made it like a lot of fun to watch him. Uh, and so there was some really early rounds, like even, um, so Gamozo, who a lot of people may have seen now, for, he does some fantastic, like mm -hmm. live coding and live streaming stuff on, with the security slash developer stuff on Twitch. Um, he did a really, really early head to head against George and got like flattened. Um, he was very confident. Wow. He was like super like confident and then like just got demolished. Um, and uh, uh, that was, that was like a really long time ago. So like there was like people trying to do some of these kind of like head to head stuff. I recorded, there's a couple like on our Vector 35 YouTube channel where we did a couple kind of prototypes and testing even. Um, they, I think that was a DEF CON, right? Well, so, okay. So like what happened was 
we did some like at, literally at our office. Like we did some just to try to like build up like a community of people that were interested in doing this and seeing if people would like it. And we tried to like do trial runs because you know like how many players can you show at the same time? Can you do two or four? Because like you know with pony racing there would be like four players all the time. It's really hard to track four different players at the yeah. same time. And when you say that, do you mean for the viewers or for you both. as like the caster? For both, yeah. It's just, I think, it's been, even with like two casters where one of you is kind of like talking and the other one can maybe be look like as you kind of do that, even with that, four people was kind of unmanageable, which was one of the things that we found like in, in practice. So we, we, we did, goodness, this was one of the DEF cons. I have to go back and look at it. It was one of the legit, maybe legit BS's second year. Um, we, did, we did a live CTF at DEF CON. Um, yeah, I remember that. That, yeah. that was pretty interesting. We uh, it, there was a qualifying round that was right. Super it was tight, like a, right? a place. So there was a placement round. Yeah. So what like what mm -hmm. we did is like we again we kind of done these experiments and and we decided okay we can do four people, but only if we actually had this really overly complicated setup where all four video feeds went direct to one laptop where one of like our friends was monitoring it. They were like the full time like you know like. In like football, there's like the guys feeding stats yeah. to their ear. They're yeah. like, oh, he was actually a you know high school whatever. Like they didn't come up with that. Somebody's like <laughs> feeding them that info, right? And so we had like spotters. We had like four people on dedicated like uh, monitors with like an IRC connection like over to to me and uh, Nanesh J, who were like the two casters on the camera. And so we, we could we could have four people like we kind of like tested. We thought we could, and even that was was crazy hard. Even with the spotters trying to keep track and watching who's close and who's not. Um, but yeah, so there was like that qualification round. Like you did one challenge and we just took like, we told people like, because I don't remember if it was eight or 12 teams that year, whatever it was, like the top four made it to this other challenge. Um, and so you got points just for getting in that. And then you got some other points depending on how you play, or, you know, first one kind of in that round. Um, then I screwed up the audio levels. So oh no, it is to my great shame that like one of the mics was like not. The, yeah. So I'm like to this day paranoid now about checking my levels. <laughs> um because, uh, yeah, and like the, it was also really kind of crazy and stressful, too, because just getting everyone's laptop, getting the capture cards, like, not every laptop had HDMI out at that point, and getting, like, the logistics of capturing was was more of a headache. So it, it kind of started late. It was There was a lot of, like, logistic issues with it. The challenge was fine. challenge worked well, and I think, like, it was maybe a little bit harder than, than we hoped it would be. And that's also where we, we learned, like, how hard it is to hack, like, on camera. Oh, yeah. Like, I, th I think that's like you know one of the one of the big lessons learned. It's like any like you the watch camera adds two hundred two hundred points. Yeah, 200 points challenge. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it does. It really does. You could take the easiest you know intro tutorial challenge and you put a camera on somebody, put them in the middle of the room, knowing there's somebody else head to head where they get no oh, yeah. points or they're eliminated, and like ooh, it's yeah, it's rough. Uh, so uh, yeah, I like a lot of the players I think you're yeah, good. I failed to solve challenges I wrote for my class on camera. <laughs> yeah. Because of that, that that's as a teacher. Not right. even as yeah, a, you're not against anybody else. You're not losing anything. If you, yeah. It like, it's, it's like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? I what this. idiot wrote this? It should be easier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, I, I, I really like watching people like, you know, do well in the face of that. Cause I know having sat there, how hard it is. Uh, and then like last year we had some just truly fantastic, yeah, there were some yeah. Really good competitors. Um, so yeah, that was so yeah. So for context, like we we put together kind of this live CTF team. It was it was us here, the three of us, and um, Carl were like the main four. I would say we had a couple yeah. of people who helped with a couple guest authors, some mm -hmm. other stuff. But um, and this year we've got a few more people that that are a little bit more involved. Um, 
But yeah, like that's. And we also had rusty writing challenges. Yeah, rusty yeah. rusty wrote several challenges. Yeah, good sudden death challenges too. Yes, several tiebreaker challenges. Yeah, because Which like we need to use because last year when we did it like at DefCon, um, we have a very tight timetable because we have to like. Yeah, you want to talk about the uh, like what the structure was for? So you kind of let's say yeah, so... revived the live CTF brand for uh, DefCon. Was it a thirty? 30? Yeah, 30, 30, 30 uh, finals. This year's 31. It was 30 yeah. finals. 30 finals, yeah. the first one. Yeah, so we had 16 teams, which just lent itself really easily to a single elimination bracket. The thing we didn't realize at the time is that meant 15 challenges because it's 15 <laughs> matchups, and it turns out writing 15 easy, but not too easy, but definitely not too hard. Oh, also, but different. Oh, and oh but different. And yeah. yeah, and you can't repeat the same challenge like right. idea for the same team. So it turns out writing 15 diverse challenges like that is a lot of work. And uh, I mean, I will yeah, say... It's like a was... whole CTF in itself, right? Like yeah. a, a Jeopardy-style CTF could, yeah. you know, have a, that many challenges. Yeah, but you can't have any unsolved challenges. But no, <laughs> like literally they all have to be solved. Right. Yeah. And that's where we had like the... There was a good time uh, solving the challenges behind the scenes while the competitors were actively doing a different challenge. To yeah. make sure it was solvable. <laughs> to make sure that it was yeah. solvable so that the next people who came up could solve it. Yeah, we didn't want yeah. to field anything that didn't have a working solve script or that somebody had solved and we had at least some hope that it was doable in the time frame. Mm-hmm. We're going with, uh, so, so what was the time frame like? So you had... Uh... We had a while. We had, well, it was well it's a t- I mean, time frame for like event. each uh, challenge yeah, for the, or, yeah, yeah. yeah so like oh, the structure oh, yeah. of the teams <laughs> playing and stuff right. so at the event each uh event each team matchup was a one hour event i think we did was it six eight six six eight five in terms of per day in terms of per day yeah we yeah we did a way lot too the many. second day we're we talking about sorry so so we were talking <laughs> about sure eight we're six eight or how oh, the total, yeah. yeah you were talking about like the total rounds i'm pretty sure we did eight one day we did like six the other days it was an entire day full of casting and then making sure the challenges worked and then the one challenge that accidentally ran too long but it's okay we had scheduled a lunch break so we just didn't use the lunch break to keep casting and then got real hungry i think that was my sudoku challenge right oh no was that different i don't remember which because i remember uh i think that was the pack challenge oh Oh, it was it was the pack challenge that was that one ran real long so yeah so we had like Ah. The, the idea was that because we had these time slots, if we went too long, we had a tight breaker. We were supposed to just like, sorry, that was too hard. Now it's yeah. time for a first person to connect. Like a shell like death gets. It was like, upload your shell code. Here you go. They were yeah. they were very very straightforward challenges meant mm-hmm. to be like five or ten minutes. Just like sorry, we, we gave you something a little more interesting, but it was too hard. Either our fault or you you guys were. After after forty five minutes of staring at arm assembly, uh, even yeah. the easy like. <laughs> We sudden had, death challenge was slightly too hard. We had at least one where, yeah, the sudden death was too was too hard because, like, again, oh, no. you're on camera and you're brain yeah. fried, and by the time you're so exhausted, and now you've got to do a different. And you're challenge. still thinking of the other challenge. I yeah. know. You're like, like why couldn't I, I finish the other one? And so, yeah. so we did have, yeah, we had one where even the even the easy one wasn't done in time. The goal um, is, yeah, but, but yeah, the idea is one hour. So it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if you're playing, it's supposed to be anywhere from like if you solve in ten minutes, great. If you solve in forty five minutes, great. If it takes longer than that, we sort of like did it wrong we want to we want to break in between rounds to reset and like kind of do all that um but it, it was it was like we had a couple that ran a little bit long but overall yeah. we kept the schedule and it was uh, just the three of y'all it also, was three because i i couldn't be there i was remote and i'd get texts every now and then like hey hit for your challenge maybe 
I'm watching the broadcast, and I'm like, oh god, they haven't solved it. It's been 55 minutes. It was great. Just sitting behind the computer watching Jordan and Carl trying to commentate what's going on as the two competitors are desperately searching to try to find the bug. It's like, <laughs> Josh, what's your bug? Oh, man. oh god. Yeah. Our what lunch can hour. we tell them? Yeah. yeah, so would you hint, or did, I guess actually like a more of a programmatic thing, so the casters were, it was uh, Jordan and Carl, were you also all on, like, texting each other on microphone, like, could you tell them? Oh, yeah, we had <laughs> machines open, we had laptops up yeah, on the Yeah, we had, like, text chats chat. that we were, like, able okay. to talk yeah. on, so, like, if I was talking, Carl could be like, guys, we need a hint, or, like, yeah, it was something that we could just talk about out loud, too, like, we'd be like, I don't know, should we give them a hint now, or, you know, yep. we could, because it's, it's, it's... And then the hints were just written down on paper. Yeah, we would walk over to yeah. them. Like drop technology hands. solution. Yeah, yeah. So features, most reliable features for two. I was going to say it worked, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it's hard to it's hard to burn that many display port. Although I will say, after the majority of the hints, the competitors just looked at it with like a really confused face. Like, how is this supposed to help me? <laughs> yeah, we know if we asked them. Yeah. Like, did, yeah, we're like, okay, so we tried looking at this function call, and they just the expression of yes, I tried looking at that function call. Come on, <laughs> really? Not going. <laughs> Yeah, I, it, yeah, it generally worked well, though. And I think, like, one of the best matches were, like, the first one. Because the first match, the first the match was amazing. Incredibly close match. I mean, literally... It was, like, ten seconds. It was... But, like... Well, no, no, no. It was apart. less than that. It was about one and a half or, like, to, like, three seconds apart. Because we were watching one screen, like, oh, they're about to solve it. And all of a sudden, like, the U1 thing triggered. And we're like, wait, wait, yeah. what? And the other person had solved it while we were watching the other, like, finished the last few lines. It was, mm-hmm. it was incredibly actually... close. A very like. Did that make you question your infrastructure? That if it was working correctly, of alerting on who? For, no, for like half a second, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It was like, like wait, are we yeah. live on our display? And then, but we had seen like some of the people in the audience were behind the one display and like ah, cheering okay. and stuff too. So we're like, okay, yeah. no, somebody really got I it. Usually, what we were watching. look in the camera feed, and one team just like throws their arms yeah. in the air, like, yeah, we did it. <laughs> like, okay, they probably won. Yeah, but don't tell them how to fake us out next year. Oh, I was yeah, going to say, yeah, you know, really, uh, but you know, when it comes out in the end, social engineering, actually, it we, was the real challenge. <laughs> we had the vod. We can always go back to the video replay, and if it's a photo finish, um. Like we, yeah, but we, we do have the infrastructure like that, like you know, will automatically like overlay the winning yeah. team uh, based on like who hit yeah. literally so, who ran it first. So like, if like to set the stage, yeah. but basically the teams would attack the challenge. Once they get a shell, they can find a binary like on the server. They run that; it sends a command to our infrastructure, which says, "Okay, you won the challenge." Mm-hmm. So and then yeah. it got a little bit dicey in the later challenges when we forgot to update the keys, so it also prints the date. And then you can review yeah. the logs and be like, yeah. okay, the date was correct. We added we added yeah. that feature. We're like, you know, let's make sure that like we can go back to the recording and we can see exactly the timestamp. So if it came down to it, yeah. This is great. Together. This is all the kind of, I think, uh, you know, you basically organize, like a, like we said, a mini CTF, right? And these are the yeah. kind of things that you want when you're designing this. Yeah. You know, it's just as the added component of the streaming and the live nature on top of it. Yeah, I think with the knowledge of just organizing CTFs in the past and then like, the experience of doing like at least for us pony racing at seesaw and carl doing pony racing you know all of it uh we've learned some lessons some do's and do nots that have definitely been incorporated some more being learned every time we run it for yeah, sure of course, of course. <laughs> so more on the challenge the most... side more on the uh let's say the um both uh, the streaming the audio streaming mm-hmm. challenge oh, all infrastructure of it. there was so a fun much. grind last year of people had written a bunch of challenges that were way too hard and then going through, like, how do you make it easier, but not, like, trivial? Yeah. 
Yeah, we did like a yeah, we were you find all the bugs where you're like using the wrong function and you add an error message with an obviously wrong like function name in it. Yeah, hello user percent x uninitialized. Yeah, yeah, classic. Yeah, we like we had to like tone down several of the challenges, uh, especially the guest challenges, and, and we we didn't even get kind of all of them because like we kept telling people like, look, it doesn't matter how easy you think it is. Like when somebody else is doing it on the clock, or, like they're better than hackers than all of us. Like every one of the people I think in the top ten are better at poners than impressive. the people who wrote the challenges. Right, it's no question. Yeah. But just being on camera and all the pressure of it, like we knew, like we have to solve it, like with some semi knowledge of it in like 30 minutes or so or an hour or so because like they're going to be better than us there's no question but then they're also handicapped by like the the pressure in the situation so yeah that we really have to like kind of crank it down I, maybe teams will start to get better at it like how I many people practice. i assume someone to the teams have been practicing i want to see people have tooling i'm really curious. i do want to see no i don't know like I'm i have mixed tooling i have mixed opinions right like if I people mean, just like roll in with like auto pwn scripts to try to like oh, you know some of the I really stuff. hope that teams have prepared like advanced suites but i'm also expecting them to like <laughs> there's no way we're going to show off all the cool tech on stream we say you're allowed to bring one computer they bring like a rack <laughs> <laughs> they've got their offline I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if that sort of tool secrecy really i think people would love to show off their tools on stream. oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah, because, I mean, it's, you know, with Shellfish, we always built all of these, you know, we built anger to play CTL, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and yeah, it's nothing better than showing all that off, because in reality, you know, at game time, it almost always just fails and crashes and burns, so, you know, if you can get some, you know, fame out of it, that's awesome. Well, that's why I'm curious if any brings, like, truly does try to do any kind of autopone stuff for a fuzz. I think we had one last year who might have started a couple fuzzer people who ran yeah. while they were fuzzers. Yeah. They, they would just start fuzzers. them up in the background and then tab out yeah. the item. Which is not a bad idea. Fun. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, like, all of our challenges are really easy to write harnesses for. Yes. Yeah, I don't think we need, we didn't intentionally, like... Uh, punch them or incentivize it either way. Yeah, it's just sort of like, if it, it works, works, it works. It wasn't, yeah. And there was the fact that that, that was the first time, right? So I yeah. think there was more of yeah. a, yeah, like maybe we'll see more prep uh, next time. Yes, I'm very curious. I hope we don't get too much prep. Like, you know, you get Superman defenses and like I mean, regular if... attack defense. I hope we don't get too much of that, but like a little bit's fun. If I don't know, one of the challenges in 30 seconds, it would be very impressive. I I would, I. it's more of a break for us. Yeah, this <laughs> it's time to get coffee. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, then you have stuff to talk about. I mean, at least a little bit, right? Yeah, oh, well, yeah. we could probably talk about like the answers more and how the challenge works because mm -hmm. a lot of the time, especially when they're back to back, it's like solve it and we're done and we move. Like we could actually the things I did really early, like oh, we can actually now talk about you know more in depth and like in hindsight, um, which we did get to do for quals. So like that was really nice. Why do you like you know describe like how like quals work? Because that was different than what we did. For quals was a way different. So this was a uh, twenty twenty three quals, right? Right. Yeah, this spring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This year. Yep. So finals, I wasn't actually able to be at, but it sounded really hectic. Um, quals, we actually, we started writing challenges way far out. We had all this infrastructure written. Carl did just so much Carl work on it. Carl did a of work. He, really he, he wrote the infrastructure credit. for yeah, it. Like, it was like 20,000 lines. Uh... Yeah. So you'd submit basically a solution script and like a Docker file would build it, run it against our local copy. And, uh, well, yeah, like talk about like the overall like, because... We can't do the same thing you do at a finals at a qual, right? So we we like we were trying to figure oh. out how do we adapt live CTF to a game with a thousand teams. Right? Oh right? god, like that was that was the the challenge there. How did we do that? Yeah, so <laughs> I, I like blacked out this entire thing. Yeah, yeah. No, instead of being a head to head, it was more of a race competition. 
So the first team right. to score would win like the maximum number of points, and then every minute after that, the number of points you would win would go down. It like started the clock, right? So if the challenge was really mm -hmm. easy, that's fine. The clock just starts earlier. If it was really hard, it just started later. Whoever is the first salt max points, and then your points are just how far were you for max? Basically, we had so yeah. many game theory discussions about which way is right, is which one is fair. Yeah, it doesn't always be greater. Yeah, because you solved a challenge, you don't get zero points for solving. You want to disincentivize them from even trying. So we had infrastructure where teams would submit their solution scripts. Yep. And but that's the thing is they didn't submit a solution, right? They didn't just give a flag. No, so they don't give the flag; they give the script. Right. So we give them kind of a base Docker image to build off of that has like pwn tools and some other stuff installed. We build it on an internet connected box so they can you know grab whatever dependencies they want. Then we run it on our like kind of disconnected intranet um, that's running the challenge. And what would happen is they'd run the solution against it, would search their output for the flag, you know. And if they printed the flag, cool, we mark it as solved. We give them the points, you know, start the timer ticking down if they're the first team to solve it. Yep. And, you know, alert mm -hmm. everyone like, hey, time's running out. This is this is kind of close. And we had these blocks where the challenges would diminish in points to, what, 25 at the end or I something? I think 15 may have been the middle. Like, if, if somebody solved it, like, instantly, and the last team solved yeah. it right before time was up, the, the, it, it would still get 15, like yeah, 15 and 15 yeah. points. Yeah. Um, and we did a handful of these challenges, but then the challenge would close at 15 points, then would have a little period of time to kind of recap and talk about it, and would be able to scroll through the solution scripts because they were submitted to our infrastructure. Mm -hmm. So that was really what we designed it, why we designed it like this, is because we were curious how people were solving things, and if there were unintended solutions that a lot of teams found. Yeah. And different, you know, tools people use, different coding styles. One team solved all their stuff in PHP. That was fantastic. That was yeah, terrifying. I remember, I remember hearing about that. That yeah. was crazy. <laughs> and so yeah, this makes sense, right? Because you yeah, no, I, I think because you can't see the idea. screens, right? right. So yeah. this is yeah. like a different way of trying to get insight. Because that is, I guess, the challenge, right? Is you the whole idea is to kind of try to open the box of like what hackers are actually doing and observe them kind of in the wild. Yeah, that's um, really the goal is to see how people approach this, not only in a race setting when, you know, there's pressure on it, it's a different kind of challenge. And, you know, you have so many different ideas going through your head, but we want to see kind of the direction that people take. And I think that's a really interesting thing from YCTF that you don't see in normal Jeopardy style, in, in my opinion. Yeah. Because you get a lot of these scripts that, you know, work once, but it's 18 different people hacking on this giant script with, like, mm -hmm. blasting different like, things. You don't see the scripts from the teams apart from your own team. They you just kind of, like, yeah. send them and they're done. And it's a black box. Maybe, Maybe you get a write-up write later yeah. on. Yeah. but Even in the write-up, you just get the final script. Yeah. You don't get to see what they tried and failed There's to no do. There's no process. Yeah. Like, so it's really interesting to see. And, and with quals, you know, we can't monitor 10,000 yeah. people. So. The best we can do is look at the output scripts, which... Yeah. To their credit, they were very like different. They were super varied. Yeah, we uh, yeah, we also had a whole bunch of the scripts that didn't work, and those were fun to read too. <laughs> the number of people who tried to uh, probe the infrastructure yeah. from their scripts. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was very funny. Yeah, as far as we as, as far as we know, it worked. We didn't have any 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 game breaks of like how the system worked, which was, which was there were nice. no vulnerabilities. Right, well, so, so we had breaks in terms of like yeah, we had, we had some, <laughs> no, we had no breaks. We had issues, but we didn't get yeah. we didn't get popped as far as far as we know. Yeah. In terms of actual execution, though, Qualls had a couple minor, one major hiccup, yeah. which was yeah. that one of the challenges uh, just didn't work as written, and this was. During the period where Carl went to bed, him being the man who wrote all the infrastructure was, I mean, bus number of one, not the greatest idea. Yeah. 
But luckily, well, especially because I don't think we we said it, but this was a uh, twenty four hours right, right of right. competition, and that right? was so that was, was again intentional for like the game theory right of it because like we, it's it's going to be unfair no matter how you do it to try to pick a period of time, and so yeah. people are like, this is so annoying. We have a twenty four hour period. We either have to like sleep schedule our team or stay awake all night. And I was like, yeah, so do we though. And <laughs> we're our team is smaller than yours, so trust me, we feel your pain. It's just, but also it wouldn't be fair to schedule it for like the just twelve hours of Eastern yeah. time. People are awake. Yeah. Right. So yeah, so you kind of were forced in some sense to run it for 24 hours, yes. right? And you had one challenge every four hours. Four hours, hours so yeah. Six challenges over four hours each. Which basically. also makes sense if you also think about the people are actually also playing another CTF simultaneously, right? right? Yeah, right. <laughs> of DEFCON calls. So yeah, there's also that aspect of, and you even talked about that, I think about, you know, bringing people like even in finals, right? You're essentially taking them away from their team right. to play in this CTF. Um, yeah. And although, we've got some complaints from teams because of that. Oh, right? yeah. Because the, some of the teams are like, this is so annoying. How do we work this into, your, into our schedule? And you want to like, do we send our, our best person and pull them yeah. off the thing that they're doing over there? And, but like, or do we not, like, there's a lot of tough decisions yeah. that makes them do. But I mean, I think it's worth it just because the benefit of having that introspection, having the visibility making it more engaging and people can walk in the room and see what's going on and like know like way more than they ever have but also uh credits to nautilus for balancing the points properly they made it such that it like it wouldn't have decided the game but it was certainly not something the teams could ignore yeah i think it that's always an interesting balance um we did a bit of a racing thing during qualifiers in 2020 2019 2019 yeah um and it's also also one of these 24 hour um sort of things we had a i don't remember how many challenges adam 12. basically almost pulled uh, an all-nighter yeah because it was every two hours it was actually the f- hilarious thing is that the one challenge that was screwed up was yeah. when the thing we, the challenge we released was different than what was in the infrastructure. Yeah. Was when I was yeah. sleeping. Yeah. It was yeah. the one yeah. time. Always when you're sleeping, it has to be. Exactly. The, so only the only good thing was it was a format string vulnerability, and they leaked out the binary itself mm. in order to then opponent Very so i nice. did not get woken up they just told me like it's just harder yeah, yeah. like yeah. we just didn't know we we're like what what are these noobs it's like an hour and a half later oh finally <laughs> um but the interesting thing the, the way we did it is uh only the first i don't remember three or five it was only teams first got... yeah it was oh. like first either three or first 10 or yeah. something like we dropped off the points yeah. real steep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like team four got nothing. And, 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 uh, from talking to shellfish, for example, they said, yeah, toward about the second half, we were like, fuck this. It's not worth it. We're yeah. just going to focus on yeah. this seat. Cause it's not worth, what are the chances we'll get top three? Yeah. It's really hard. And to then yeah. for your, uh, live CTF quals or the live CTF portion of quals yeah. this year, Adam and I were playing with shellfish and the yeah, captain think? of shellfish, it was awesome, uh, but halfway through, the cabin of shellfish said, "Fuck this, we're not, we're not doing yeah. it anymore." Yeah, and yeah. and and it's what what shocked me because when I read the the scoring, it's like, all right, well, these guys fixed our issue, but at it's least on not. the yeah. one team, the result was the same, which was disheartening. And I are, I mean, it 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 shellfish qualified, so I can't really yeah. fault the decision. Yeah. Of course, it's it a the right game theory, good yeah. decision from a game theoretical perspective, probably, but it was a bit of a bummer from like a yeah. To their credit, pers- about you know. halfway through is when stuff started melting down a little bit. <laughs> Maybe it was a good time to get out. Yeah, challenges that went the little sideways. Yeah, but I missed the, you, the, the the first couple was great. But you know what? What was interesting is 
after that, um, toward the second half of a of a complicated, you know, difficult CTF, you always have like you know players burning out, um, yeah. players that are like let's say newbies uh, that that aren't quite as adapt adapt at just jumping in somewhere where they're needed and like need something like assigned to them, or if you don't assign something to them, well, they'll just leave and they might never come yeah. back for another CTF. For that perspective, live CTF was awesome. Something <laughs> like, hey, to do. No yeah. one is working. Like, yeah. go and take a look. And they didn't. They got like 15 points. They got points, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, the, the other ironic thing that I was thinking about is, you know, we watched, I think during finals, we obviously watched when uh, Kyle Bot was our shellfish player. When I heard when you were Kyle all rooting for on. sudden death. uh yeah so we watched him in the suite but didn't watch anything else because we're also doing ctf and the same thing with quals it's like i was playing quals the whole time i think i i uh, chimed into like the very first uh the challenge one recap i like watched it for 10 minutes i'm like okay i should get back to my challenge and so it's like i've i've been catching up on some of them now to prep for this and it's just funny because like you know the 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 hardcore ctf people are like are are doing it at the time yeah yeah, uh, but I think it's a great. I, I don't know. Did you guys find that people like that you got like what were the viewers like? Let's say that that you from either the comments that you've gotten, uh, I, what were the viewership like? We we actually had like a very large number of people live watching the stream. We had people engaging in comments. Um, it's a little awkward because I'm like the commentator for Hackasat too. Speaking of like live CTF stuff, we've been doing. You know some of the stuff like Hackasat too, and, and even Cyber Grand Challenge also loved it too, right? So that's the other the other threads of like this tapestry of like uh, of you know live CTF, and those were both kind of like part of it. Um, but Hackasat doesn't have nearly the views that live CTF did, um, which is oh, like wow. the government sponsored, paid for, like <laughs> really right know, super, and they had amazing visuals and graphic. Like the, like there's a team building graphics and stuff for Hackasat. They're just fantastic to work with they're super good and live ctf just has fiber. live ctf has yeah. <laughs> like, got a fiber and and us but look we had way like, we had a bunch more like live viewers and people watching the, the videos later i was yeah. i was really i was actually surprised i didn't think we were going to get i think it's we had that we had live stuff. overflow restream us for yeah. a yeah. decent portion mm-hmm. yeah at one point he had more people watching his restream of our stream <laughs> as he was providing commentary and stuff like walking his dog and yeah. honestly i think i'm fine with that yeah, yeah it was, it was our, our most popular podcast episode yeah, was, was when we had live, live overflow i mean he has, yeah, he has <laughs> one more i didn't think about that but yeah beforehand yeah no, the big it's names. Very fun. i mean it's a lot of the same thing where you're talking about with early defcon like it started feeling less fun after it got you know more structured and rigid <laughs> And we're like way less structured than some of these other things. And yeah. it almost lends a sense of like approachability to it where it's like, oh, these are just guys who like doing this. I think the other I'd thing like to wish we were structured, the, well, you know, at a, you know <laughs> a little better, a lot less, less stressful. Being it would be when you're, yeah. you know, in a yeah. structured team. Yeah. We, so we, we, um, we did get like, so I think we got like a lot of people that like actively watched it. And it, I realized afterwards, like we, I don't, we don't tweet at all throughout the year. We don't like our video page on YouTube is empty because you have to do the live tab, which like you know we just we don't really like draw a lot of attention to it. We can do so much more, like I think, to to draw. But it's already got I think a fair amount of people interested. And 
you know, the hope is, so we are doing it again for finals this year. I don't know if we've officially announced that anywhere. No, yet. I was trying but to stay away from it because I wasn't sure. I was going to say, you <laughs> definitely, definitely have, you um, have not. I'm, so start prepping. I mean, it sounds like you guys were already prepping for it. I'm going to go tweet right now, so it's not fair to the only people that uh, watch this. We'll, we'll, we'll get yeah. it out. i got to get on Slack. <laughs> yeah, 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 get the word out, start, start getting ready. I mean, like, it was in quals. Like, you don't, right. this is what yeah, I learned right. from I mean, a very, yeah. you know, a very successful DEF CON organizer is yeah. you should have the quals for the finals that you're going to have so. exactly in fact we really kind of wanted to do it like last year and it just we just didn't have the time given like when we got brought on like to do it that, so. that, that first year fast. even i mean even when we were organizing our first year that time gap from like you find out you get it to when oh shit i have to close calls is yeah. so short yeah. it's just but in like Nautilus, you know, Nautilus did it and then reached out to us separately and so it was right. like we had like right. an additional lag um and so we, we kind of debated it and we just thought you know like Honestly, I think we've made a lot of choices to sort of de-risk things. Again, volume levels bit me. Like, so I'm like, just really like, what do we do to like, to like burn down risk? Are there things we can mm-hmm. do to like, you know, make it easier, simpler and like, or make it just more just likely more to succeed? Yeah. And so like, we've, we've tried to do that. Um, we have a little bit more complication this year, maybe than last year, but I think it'll be worth it. We'll see. Um, I, there are, there is like a rules document that's going to go out to teams with yes. like, all of the details cool. soon. So teams will know before they show up in Vegas, I think. Yeah, the biggest um, thing with the new format is communication. Like, we don't want, especially at DEF CON Finals, where we all know, like, stuff is lost in translation crazy. between yeah. everyone. Yeah. Like, we want teams to know what's going on. And I think we have a better idea earlier. Like, last year, we didn't have the ability to even announce exactly what we were doing no. a week and a half beforehand, whereas we, we I think we are more dialed in now in terms of what we're doing. Yeah. And now we have all of our challenges. I mean, this week and a half before <laughs> okay. now. Yeah, right? You're, don't watch your nose. Don't look at me. Don't watch your all nose. the challenges <laughs> are definitely done. 100%. And play tested. And play tested. No, we still forget all the I saw it by at least two people. They're not, they're not, oh, they're not all done. Every... But the ones that are marked done yeah. are play tested. We already sent them to Shellfish. We don't consider something done until it's play tested. We're going to take every single challenge and we're going to upload them all. Yeah, <laughs> for good. people to play test beforehand. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we've done that. We've done that once. It was fine. <laughs> yeah, it worked out actually really well. Uh, go. Surprise me. Uh, uh, the uh, start reading. Off I have a suggestion. There, there might be time to still implement it if you guys try really hard enough. Have you oh, heard of I chess boxing? No, oh, no. no. <laughs> your other, your other thing, man. You're not actually the, the other first thing person was, to suggest that, believe it or not. That's right. Well, the other thing was the dunk tanks. Mm. Have you Ooh. heard of the old dream of dunk tanks? We could. No. Yeah, right. Like, you have a dunk tank. With a laptop? Two dunk tanks. Yeah, but who's getting dunked? The have competitors you... or the cast? No, OOO people. The competitors. The competitors. That'd, be, that'd be the competitors. Yeah. yeah. Your, your service is attached yeah. to the control for your like. fucking dunk tank. Yeah. Wow. You gotta... You gotta Dunk the other uh, hacker before they dunk you. Laptop and all. Yeah. Oh, yes. Laptop and all. We can get the trademark. Yeah. That's when you get eliminated server? from the tournament, you don't just lose. Yeah. <laughs> it's got it's a like monetary cost. But, but, yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Yeah, we, we, we tried to, because we were going to, I think, was it? No, it was 2020. Cause it was during the pandemic for finals. We were trying to do, I was actually spent like three or four weeks trying to do a virtual dunk tank thing yeah. and have them like, like build like a unity engine and have them do head to head, like in this arena, I have zero game programming experience. And after like three weeks, I was like, guys, I, no, I will no. either do only this and it'll be crap or I have to do something else. Like this is too much, but I did make a virtual dunk tank that I could make the yeah, thing. Go yeah. and make it actually, but I think that yeah. that's why for us, live CTF is really cool to see because mm-hmm. we've tried several times 
times to make this uh, happen. Because what's the goal, Jan? What's what's like the? I mean, the the goal is to really feel that that you're not sitting there in uh, with your computer alone or or with your your even your teammates, but you're sitting there and you're fighting against um, hacking against other people. I felt this once, and that was in um, the CGC year, where uh, we had. Uh, so we played the CGC. We were super, super sleep deprived, exhausted, etc. And right afterwards, DefCon started. Right, and DefCon used the CGC infrastructure. No, I lied. It was the year after the CGC year because it was it was clemency. But you were also yeah. sleep deprived somehow. <laughs> also sleep deprived. Strange enough. So I just just yeah, chronically oh, sleep deprived. Um, so there was a one of the challenges was crazy. It was uh, I don't even remember what it was. But the point is. There was a uh, stack overflow that was trivially exploitable, minus the fact that it the was nine bit bytes and, yeah. and et cetera, et cetera. But it was it was not a complicated vulnerability, and but patching it was difficult for various reasons. And so what we did was just uh, grow the stack and deploy that patch. Patches were and so this is known as a chump patch for, yep. for uh, yep. listeners not familiar with this, where you basically you don't actually patch the vulnerability, you just make it annoying to exploit. Everyone expects that hey, you know, the on the, the reference yeah. version of the of the service, yeah, the offsets are X, but they're Y. And and we deployed it, and that year um, all the patches were available to all the teams. Consensus and, evaluation, uh, as Walker exactly. called it. Yeah. So consensus evaluation was uh, the the law of the land. Um, we deployed the patch and, uh, and this was my, like, I was so proud of myself. We stopped getting phoned. And then maybe 20 minutes later, we were getting phoned again and, uh, by RPI sec, right? <laughs> I remember and, this patch uh, really well. Yeah. And it, was it you? I was working on it. I think it was me, Max, amazing. and one of the Jacks. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So, so I remember that, that patch, uh, I remember that you guys bypassing that patch. And so what did we do? Of course, we changed the offset again. Yeah. And for 20 minutes, we were good to go. And then it was so funny. Up. We wrote amazing. a script to get the like offset. No we so you were, we had throwing infrastructure. The reason why it was 20 minutes, our throwing infrastructure was Python single threaded for every challenge. <laughs> so it's backed up queue. Whenever we could get amazing. around to it. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So, so, so this, this is the, it, this was absolutely incredible. It was such a simple chump patch. I don't, I don't even know if we ever patched it the right way, honestly. <laughs> uh, the players might have just gotten retired. It, there, there was something insane where you couldn't just remove the overflow because there was other functionality yeah. that depended on it, one of these things. Um, What's your fun challenge? And, it's cool uh, to do that as an organizer. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, 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 and it was really, it was like the, this, this, you know. It felt very alive. It felt very, exactly. like, active. Yeah. I, I could feel someone on the other end just, like, adapting. <laughs> and at the end... At the after party of the CTF, I you know I think we ran into each other. I was chatting with Max or something, and it was like, which one of you fuckers is gonna <laughs> yeah, buy yeah. Patch? Like, yeah, your patch sucks. Yeah, <laughs> you know, get a real awesome. patch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, that that to me is what live CTF kind of gets at, right? Um, I I think live CTF there there's something there where in this patch versus uh, uh, exploit scenario where it was really like your output was being used as uh, by by other people as input and vice versa and we haven't achieved that yet i think with live ctf but live ctf right. really gets to like hey there's another hacker right here right yeah 
The fact um, that they're literally across from you, the fact that you know yeah. if you lose, you're out, and, like, it's just so, like... The kind of non-verbal component of seeing them go, like, yes, as they get to the next yeah, stage. Yeah, or, like, lean in a little more, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> Purple vision, you yeah, that's yeah. amazing and the other thing i think is also exposing what's going on to the public Absolutely. right yeah. i think that's something that you know every year i play in you know a ctf or whatever i'll send my parents like the scoreboard to be like this is us we're shellfish we're doing great and like, like number one like, up cool. cool yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's really hard to like show people like what happens inside of it i mean even like go back to like cgc that's like actually the first like we started our company and we worked like Rusty and I were working on on CGC, and our whole goal was to like work with the game company that was building the visualizations, because like the rule. So the rule of Mike Walker had a rule of like no cyber bullshit. Like you put a visualization on screen, it has to have actual data behind it. It needs to be driven based <laughs> on like things that are real in the game. It can look cool and fancy as long as like it's actually. So like every single thing that was you know there was all sorts of like brainstorming in terms of like how do you show like uh, you know like multiple services, multiple attacks, attacks that have succeeded versus failed, how do you like how do you show when things are down for patching and like in a in a cool visualization environment. But like none of it was just pew pew map like just random like you know packets. It was all like like useful, interesting data um that you could render. And he, like we even had one custom view that that was like uh it was what we call like the, the baseball card. It just had like a picture, but it was like this procedurally generated shape where like the number of blobs was based on the number of um, uh, processes that would fork, and the 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 texture on it was based on the at the entropy. So the higher the entropy, the spikier it got. Like it was all these different like mm. st- characteristics that we like pulled out, and then it was like fed into this like generator where it looked just kind of like random things. But the cool thing was like if they made a small patch, it didn't change much, right? Like if you if you made a big chat patch and like totally lifted and readmitted the binary, it would like it would get bigger and it like it would actually do these things. Um, and so I think it's, yeah, it's really fun to like, just think about, uh, how do you like let people like actually understand, even if they don't, can't read assembly, they can understand the concept of, oh, okay, they're, they've made a small change to the, the, the small patch, a targeted patch, or they don't know what the answer is. They just kind of re did the whole thing and put boards over all the windows. Cause they don't know which one is, you know, is loose. And so like, you can, you can kind of explain that stuff. So I, yeah, I like that a lot about, about what we do at LiveCTF because, you know, assuming we can keep up, which isn't always true because sometimes it goes so true. fast. Yeah. Usually it's true. And we at least know what the challenges are beforehand. And like, you know, hopefully we have an idea of what's going on. Um, and there's a lot going on in their heads, right? Of like, well, did they see that bug right, yet? Right, it was and on they're screen, just filing it away. But like, did they know it or not? Yeah. Yeah. I, I do wish, and we, yeah, we thought about like, are there ways to make even like multi-part challenges where it's more, it's more obvious, like when you like progress further mm. um, or even like, you know, we've, just like long-term, you know, talking with like Rusty. So again, like the Pony Adventure series of like hacking games, long-term, he wants to have like a full virtual world with hacking like in the game. Where then again, the same thing, you get full visualization of what the characters are doing, what they're doing, because they have to like walk up to a terminal and do stuff. And then they have to like, all the hacking that, you know, even though it's actually based on real CPU architectures and real stuff like that, it's still Mm -hmm. all kind of instrumented in, in the game. So I think like that kind of stuff makes it easier to sort of like see what people are doing but it's still hard because yeah you don't know especially especially on big challenges i think that's the biggest thing is that like uh, watching somebody in an yeah. eight-hour challenge yeah. like you know it's really hard to get a sense of like they're just they're just reading for a while and annotating everything like they yeah. you know they're just a domain expert and now they just know what to do yeah and then once they once yeah. they like get it in their head now they can go and start actually solving it but like you can't measure that progress very often yeah. so so 
There is uh, an, an interesting thing here with measuring progress inside a single challenge, right? Um, because normally being able to measure this progress would, you, you need to design challenges very right, differently, right. different binaries, different, you know, um, but, and I say this because we already have two RPI sec people here. Um, Red two systems has their war games. Yeah. Yep, yeah. And that does systems. a really, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That does, this is the war games. Uh, yeah. Is that the yeah, one from it, this it, year? It, war games does a really good job of saying, Hey, you're at this stage, even though you're, you know, you just overflowed the buffer and it's like, how the hell do you know? Yep. But of course it's all an instrument. There's a lot of wires built like, into it. Yeah, boom. exactly. Something like that, I think could be really cool. Now where it would suffer, of course, if you go off path and this even happens in war games is, you know, you, you, you do something unintended and suddenly you didn't trip the trip wires, but boom, you have the flag. Um, that's yeah, that's kind of what I'm going to talk like when I talk about Rusty and like the, the kind of eventual point of entry world he wants to build is exactly for that reason, right? When it's all in like, you know, because with war games, it's all in a browser. It's all there. And the other downside mm -hmm. of that too is you lose a lot of the tooling, right? So a lot of people want their own custom tooling and stuff. And so that's where, yeah. you know, for like live CTF, yeah, we just have custom tooling in war games. You just pause it, you dump the binary. You pull it out, and yeah, yeah. Put exactly. it into Binja and then just solve it. So like you can't, well, but you've got Binja Cloud with war games. It's already, it's already integrated. <laughs> ah, no more, yeah, no more, no more uh, cheap, uh, cheap ads. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> like... Yeah, so I, I do think it's the same kind of idea, right? Like put it into all this instrumented virtualized environment, but then you have to give them all the tools in that environment too. But that that can give you more of that that granularity. Uh, I don't think I don't think we could do that very easily for live CTF. Uh, we don't really have that sort of granularity, but we do have experienced people staring intensely at the screen, watching as they get the overflows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not as automatic. So, I mean, well, and and our challenges are really small. Like yes. again, we are really yeah. going for mm. small challenges, and so there's not as many natural like steps it's like i don't know i feel like it's just it's okay that it's not as multi-segmented because we're just we have to keep them short just for time purposes yeah honestly yeah, at, at that scale it's it's it makes sense but yeah like getting to massive challenges it, it yeah it would, it would be very yeah. difficult the wargames platform is fantastic because you know it's made for kind of education and like uh, evaluation so you can see actual progress because i feel like with ctf well i know with ctf you know, you hit a brick wall with challenges at a certain oh, yeah. point, and you think about dropping it, even though you know you know the image of the guy digging towards the diamonds, and he's like, "Oh, mm -hmm. that." Like, yeah, you can be so close to a challenge and not realize it, but I feel like that kind of gives you those breadcrumbs you need to keep on the path. So how uh, how do you maintain fairness? In the sense of like the, you know, the competitors could be listening to the stream to figure yeah. out either things about the challenges well, or anything off, like that. We never tell anyone we're hosting it before anyone else. Yeah, we never let anyone know. Yeah. Absolutely. No, yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, the way we actually did this last year and we are doing this again this year is every uh, competitor actually has to wear like uh, noise canceling uh, or not noise canceling, just like uh, noise isolation earmuff basically. Uh, in fact, I just found the the alcohol wipes uh, to to pack in, in in the box so that like they can sanitize them between rounds. Um, nice. But we like we do that. Uh, somebody actually asked that asked last year, like, "Hey, can I just put my AirPods in so I can listen to music?" And we're like, "I I don't think you intended sheet. I think you just want to listen to music." But I'm sorry, no, because like it's just for fairness, we can't kind of allow that. So that's that's one thing we do. Um, you know, I think that like the biggest thing we do is that uh, we just tell people very clearly, like, "Look, if there's any outside." help or whatever if you're doing any of these things like you're just out it's not worth it we want you to succeed because you're a good hacker 
you're already like amongst the best people in the world in this room, like showing off your skills. Like it's not actually, yeah, and it's not worth it because like you win like a few more points in the event. It's not like I don't know. Like you could find a way to that. cheat. You could absolutely find I'm a way sure, to cheat, yeah. just like with anything else. But I mean, the downsides are like Jordan said, you get disqualified, you get labeled as like cheater. Yeah, and you know we're there watching your screen. Like it is a little bit harder because we can see your screen. If, yeah, if you're at um, uh, Cryptonomicon. Um, where there's yes. a very similar scene actually of like, so yeah, I'm on the lookout for the single pixel, uh, <laughs> just FYI. I've read, I've read the book too, but people are thinking about that. Uh, so it's like, you know, it, what do you gain? I, I, from, from our experience, the, the cheating tends to happen pre-qualification. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think once, once you're at this upper echelon of hackers, they're really there exactly. to show off and, 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 uh, Get, get challenged, right? And it um, is reputation, had... and nobody wants to be exactly. accused yeah. or something like that. Like well, that would be we, horrible, you know, especially not had... live. Yeah, we very, very rarely might have had critical vulnerabilities in our infrastructure, right? Yeah. Hosting, and, and people would just walk up and say, "Hey, just so you know, there's an API endpoint that is uh, oh, yeah. probably not meant to be open, yeah. but it's open." And it's like, oh, uh, have some things. points. Thank you. That yeah. wasn't intended for yeah. the CTO. I mean, right. look at what happened with Lawler skaters, right? Well, like, that was <laughs> they exactly. got that was that was uh, yeah. Uh, they did DD Tech did not did not handle that one super no, super graciously, but yes, uh, it might have. Yeah, there was, but but was even awesome. even they they could have done that super quietly and and used it to like cheat up a win or whatever, yeah. cheat, up yeah, yeah, and get a win. But uh, you know they 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 wanted to show off, yeah, right. Yeah. And so that was uh, I think that's exactly that's probably, to my knowledge, the most impactful yeah. you know super Hacked. hack yep. to happen. Yep. Yeah. To to uh, DefCon, and uh, yeah, and that was a, you know, I mean having I was, I was you know playing against them that year. Like I actually was was yeah. like about to walk off if the Tech got rid of them only because it was like yeah, it was kind yeah. of like. Is that allowed or not? Like they threw a bug against our server, which was in scope, and it was a kernel bug. Like good, good for them. I don't know. Like I was like, yeah. If they want to throw awesome. it, if they're gonna do it, I was I was all favorite. But there is like, but it's like that fine line of like what is mm-hmm. acceptable, what's not, and you know, I, I would hope that people would would ask. That's a little, uh, in fact again, I was looking over the Nautilus like rules. There's a whole section, you know, that's like, look, this is what we're we're trying to do a game that's both fair and fun. If in doubt, like if in doubt, ask us. Like you know, I've done I've done stuff that was shady before in finals where I was like, this Mm -hmm. may or may not be allowed. And I just went like, I was like, hey, Kachoto, can I do this? And they're like, did you steal it from them? And I was like, I stole it from them. They're like, then have fun with it. So you know, (laughs) like, did you ever do something where you were thinking this may or may not be legal? (sighs) They were going to admit to you. (laughs) (laughs) Like, please tell the audience. Definitely not with order the overflow. Yes, yeah, no. definitely not that. Here. No, no, no. I don't, you know, like I think if you consider the fact that like CTS are by definition authorized, then no, yeah. right? Like yeah, I think yeah, that's exactly. like so it's not on the machine. Yeah. But and, and again, if it's uh, if it's yeah. questionable, like you just you ask. You're like, hey, yeah. I want to do this, and sometimes you get a yes, sometimes you get no. Sometimes you get a yes, and then later on they're like, no, actually we don't. We changed our mind. Like the the first um, the GPS year where people were like doing these sort of like DOS style attacks. And at first they're like, oh, that's mm-hmm. a clever DOS, you mm-hmm. can do it. And we're like, really? So then what about this? So it kind of opened the door and then they're like, actually, never mind, none of that, sorry, anyone, like turned it all off yeah. again. And so I was like, oh, all right. there's a can well, of worms that needs yeah. to be Right, back. and so like, that's fine. Like, you do it, you know, as best you can. Yeah, and I think yeah, it me. goes back to what you're saying about uh, transparency and either having the rules specified beforehand or having a clear communication channel after the fact when you make a ruling like that. Yeah, you yeah. do have to be willing to like, be like hey listen we messed up 
in the interest mm-hmm. of making the game, this is we just have to change from. And I think teams are generally pretty pretty receptive to that because they understand. Like it's especially attack defense. You guys, amongst a very small group of people in the world, understand how hard that is. It, it is like it, people like, oh, I've run a Jeopardy CTF, therefore I know how. No, like attack defense is this completely different beast, and so I think. And it's not just technical right there's the technical parts but there's also the almost like we're talking about it's almost like political or game yeah yeah game theory design and like balance and yeah it's very difficult yeah or like what do you do we had the problem i was just thinking of our last year when uh we had problems with people submitting patches that weren't really true to the they weren't actually fixing the bug it was like a superman patch and stuff and we had made it clear that this was against the rules and it was still happening. And we had to like talk to the teams involved. Like it's just, just like yeah. a shitty thing. Yeah. Right? Just like, yeah, I never thought I'd have to like deal with this when organizing a fun, you know, CTF capture the flag, but it is, it's important. People care about it and you want to make like a fair game. That's what the, yeah. the deal is. So. Well, and the nice thing for us is we, we don't have to, like our challenges don't have to be the same difficulty, right? Because yes. it's inherently fair in the sense that you and your competitor got the same binary with the same solution in fact, we even told you the category. Right? We try to tell teams like a little bit. We want them to you can game it. We want them to send their best person up for that challenge, right? So we try to. We don't give them like explicit, but we try to give them a little bit of like a hint the of one like heap challenge where we told everyone it was a heap challenge ahead of time. Yeah, right. So we we tried. To, although they were, yeah, although that was very hard to watch. That was a little bit of a, tro- a troll one too. It wasn't the heap they were expecting, but like. Um, <laughs> We we try, we try not to like intentionally troll though. Like we, we, we I mean, except for that one challenge where you explicitly intentionally troll. Yeah. Which one was that? That was the end bones. <laughs> oh no, that one was hilarious. The challenge with like fifteen different vulnerabilities, but only one of them actually oh, worked. No, yeah. there were multiple, and you could chain up. There were a couple different valid ways through it, but it was like there a menu. Many. It was a menu Oof, of like. That's... Do you want the format string bug or do you want the command injection bug? But like the command injection bug was like four character like you know buffer, or each one was like limited in severe ways, and so. That was like a different. I think that's a different. It was very kind of funny show, to watch, though. Like, yeah, it's just that's pretty cool. That make a great Jeopardy style challenge, even. right? Just like yeah. Yeah. four characters, if you can repeat it, is super doable. Um, I, whatever I the limit was, it wasn't doable. We made sure. Yeah, it wasn't I think doable. it was just port. I think it. the solution was using the other bug to make the four characters longer than four yeah. characters, mm. and, and then, then you go back right. to it. That was the, or that was one of the that most was one popular of the solutions. Like there, there were a couple. In the four character. There was a hitcon. Um, Orange had a four-character bash shell coding. Nice. And that was insane. I, I actually repackaged it into a Pwn College uh, bash exploitation dojo. Ooh, I'm going to look at that one. Orange challenges. Yeah, you got to That was always my favorite. Yeah. Was, was that style. Yeah, so that we, but generally we don't try to troll, though, right? Because, again, we want your best. We want the best player from each team. We want to have... We would be... If, if every one of our challenges is solved in 10 to 20 minutes, I'm perfectly happy with that like we're not disappointed that they solve it really fast because that's that's cool they're really good look how smart they are look how good they are like that's generally okay we don't um, have to fill up the broadcast schedule but also in those 20 minutes so much has happened we could talk about it right. for like three it's, hours yeah to unpack. Like, <laughs> gonna be right back. i'm gonna see why the kids are screaming oh, no. all, all right, right yeah. you go do that i have some questions trying to solve the hit <laughs> uh, they know now. Yeah, uh, I think that one hit con challenge that was just them. 20 megs of dev random. Oh god. I... <laughs> uh that's great so then how what was the vibe like in the room like when you were doing these live challenges was were, did you have like a crowd of people that were watching this depending on the uh, event yes so one of the things that we that at, at finals the final event yes they had like their teammates come and mm-hmm. stand behind their each individual competitors and they were watching yeah well but and so unfortunately we didn't have it broadcast in the room 
Um, you we, couldn't actually, uh, uh, we didn't actually have it on screens in the room because we couldn't find an angle where the competitors couldn't see it. Excuse oh, me. Right. We didn't want them to see oh, each other's oh. screen. And so that was one of the, the downsides to our, our setup and our layout last year, uh, which I think we fixed it this year. We'll find yeah. out. With dunk tanks. Uh, that way you can't see exactly. you can't see anything else with the tank. I actually tried to get the, the sound <laughs> isolation boots. They have it like esports events, right? Where you got like the yeah. glass Yeah. Oh, I really but... wanted that because then you get perfect noise cancellation and we could have like, you know, controlled the it would have one of my favorite things happen. was Jordan walking into a live CTF meeting saying, I think I have a sound isolation booth guy. I my, <laughs> my guy unfortunately yeah, didn't come through. He we tried. tried to find a dunk tank guy. We <laughs> yeah. tried. The insurance was the problem. Oh, oh, yeah. people. So I was like, you could maybe do this, but you have to do it outside. And we were like, that sounds no. horrible. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, it's amazing. amazing. I would choose to get dunked. I would be like, exactly. Yeah, really, That's really, the problem. Yeah. You'd solve it for the other people. Yeah. I'd hit the submitter with the, the other team's name. Yeah. And boom. Yeah. Just one of the water. Actually, maybe that, no, that's what you do is the first person to like win gets to dunk themselves. Hey. So uh, there you go. Like, the other person doesn't get any water for the rest of the CTO. Uh, okay. <laughs> and they die. Only look right. But in terms of uh, shenanigans uh, last year, we did mm -hmm. have a couple of the teams walk into frame holding their giant team name banner. Yeah. <laughs> that was very cool. Yeah. Oh, that is cool. They they wanted that you know the experience to show off. For yeah. The, the... I was yeah. We were all. For, I liked that we that um that we had that like people in the room coming around. I, you know, it was. It gave you kind of a feel of what the event actually was like. Yeah. Especially for all the people who couldn't make it out to Vegas instead of just having like the mystery Slack channel where the messages come up and you can see people having a bad time. Like, oh, now you can visually watch as the guy at the table has a bad time. It was a little bit dicey because, you know, the Def Cover rules around recording and stuff. Um, yeah. So <clears throat> we uh, sort of just ignored that. Um, but, you know, it... We, we it was also the COVID year, so everybody was masked, and so mm -hmm. you know that that made it awful to cast because we're like yelling to be heard, you know, in this noisy room and stuff with masks on. Um, so I'm really surprised neither Carl nor I lost our voices completely um, during, yeah. during the event. But there were a lot of like ice cream milkshakes traffic yeah. back and forth, yeah, keeping the keeping the vocal cords fresh, yeah. Oh, now we know the secrets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you could DOS the competition by just getting your whole team in line at the one ice cream store. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you wanted to have us like behind, just like, yeah, stalls. No, so, the like, teams, I think the teams loved, uh, I mean, from, I don't know about what they told you guys, but from us, I think everyone liked, like, it was cool, I think, for the, you know, the champion of the team to like go out and represent yeah. the team. And even yeah. if they lost, they still had fun and like, we loved watching it in the suite. Like, that was amazing. We, I, I think we heard some, like, mi somewhat mixed results. Like, we had some people who were just over the top, super excited, loved what they were doing. And some people who were like, I like it. I appreciate the idea of it. But it's so stressful. Why did you yeah. do this to yeah. us? So, yeah, I, yeah, I can see the stress thing. Which is very funny to me because, like, I guess it just must be on a different level. Because, you know, even when you're doing a Jeopardy style or attack defense, there's always that pressure of, oh, like, yeah. you All are right. competing directly against people. Well, that's actually why, like, Qual's better than finals at DEF CON because like for me, having like played yeah. a bunch of both, like Qual's is me and my friends, we're hanging out and like, yeah, you're racing to get the score or whatever. But like attack defense is just like all stress all the time. It just feels way more like heavy. I don't know, like you I do a nice clean patch and some assholes that RBI sec, <laughs> just keep keep working you around. And then the guys yeah. running the challenge are just like, Hey, we're closing up for the day. Here's three new challenges. Oh, have a good night. Yeah. <laughs> no sleep for you. Who could have done that? That's crazy. Exactly. Yeah. Imagine. Almost like that's tradition. It hurts on both ends. Correct. That's right. that's and then great. we go, I wonder if those are solvable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well.
Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Uh, why doesn't that child have a uh, mohawk like I you? I thought they did for a second when it first was fuzzy before. Yeah, it, yeah. it's all, almost, almost. It's Eric's uh, not given. <laughs> my wife is a yeah, exactly. My wife is skeptical about mohawking them already. Mm-hmm. Just wait till as soon as they can choose for themselves. Yeah, I bet she can exactly. Join you. Yeah, he had a a massive poop, and so <laughs> now he's. He's uh, recuperating. He looks happy, uh, just like most <laughs> Tell of me us. all at that point, yeah. Did you hear our conversation, or do you want me to catch you up? Uh, catch me up, because uh, there was a lot of screaming going on. <laughs> ah, lots of Some screaming. Oh, yeah. With screaming and pooping and crying. It's just and... like finals. <laughs> Basically. That's... Yeah, I that almost is, did that is... I know. That, wait, this is the equipment we're taking the live CTF? No, don't do that. Oh, man. That. Live CTF is canceled because of the CTF radio yeah. appearance. Sorry, we everyone. We showed the ice cream shop is closed. Like... <laughs> uh, they survived on ice cream milkshakes. How, how long were you guys casting for? Have you calculated it during finals? No, was it like... like so 15 hours was the... Here's where you just need to look it up. Well, it was 15 I mean... hours plus the one challenge that ran through lunchtime. Yeah, but, but then like, you know, sometimes we get a break in 20 minutes or so. If, if it ended, you know, 20 minutes early, we had... But even then, so we weren't on camera, but we would have to immediately get the next teams, get the challenge. Like, there were so many logistics between rounds that we were either on camera or Glenn was on the keyboard, like, running the game and testing things and, you know, doing the production. Or... There definitely were... was never a time when we had released the challenge to the competitors. They were actively looking at it in Ida, and I was just like, oh, God, Control-C, try it again. Control-C, try it again. Make sure the service is up if one of them actually tries to land something. <laughs> totally. Definitely did, did, did not happen. happen. No, whatever. It's not, not, exactly <laughs> not like There's that. There's no proof on video that it happened. True. So, so, see, and this yeah. is what's beautiful. And this is actually maybe goes to, like, why people think, oh, I did Jeopardy. I can do an attack defense or these other types of things. Because they don't see all the duct tape yeah. and all the spit that is yeah, holding yeah, yeah. these things together. Yeah. And, right. and, and interestingly, the duct tape is more visible in Jeopardy, I feel, than attack defense. Because in attack defense, there's so much chaos that players don't notice. Like, I was surprised to talk to some teams. Plenty of people noticed our, our first year hosting. Certain things didn't work very well we didn't have a sometimes patcher, but yes. in rare, rare <laughs> cases. But, Details. you know, it was complete chaos on the back end. Everything was on fire. And people were like, yeah, we were hacking. Like, okay, yeah. Great. yeah, sometimes it's, yeah. But at the same time, there's other years where, like, one little thing can just, you know, ruin yes. the entire So it's so, yeah, on both sides of it, it, it can be. The, the, what you see on the outside is not always what's happening yep. on the inside. But. We didn't lose any uh, events to a keyboard layout, right? You managed to figure that out? Uh, I, Wait, what? <laughs> we almost lost one event to a uh, change in a keyboard layout. Glenn, Glenn runs Colmac, is it? Yes, correct. Yeah. And, uh, no, not... And then they got to log into the stream box and no one else was using it. So I just, you know, colmac.com, so download that stuff, install yeah. it. it. We didn't. We didn't. It no, was I can check the passwords. Yeah. No one else could, but you could. It was easy. So I gave Jordan the explicit direct- directions to hit win space. If I had to, like, sleep in in the morning. And so I guess you must have forgotten. To escape or something? I think we, in the end, it worked out. It was, it was, it was part of the end. But there was, <laughs> All I know is that I woke up to a flurry of text messages. Where are you? Where are you? What's your keyboard? How do we fix it? <laughs> <laughs> <The> last, <laughs> What's your keyboard? <laughs> the last one says, never mind, we got it. ASL so slash yeah. keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Okay, so how do you, uh, sorry, one I think some other questions, how do you gauge that difficulty level? Because like we said, I mean, we've even found this when, you know, creating challenges for either jeopardy or jeopardy. kind of, you cared less just because, Hey, who cares? They'll, 
if they don't solve it, I guess that's the worst case scenario. Too, like overall, yeah. so like it's yeah. yeah. But like attack defense also kind of has this. Like, ah, you have these bugs, but like, uh, is it gonna take them two hours, six hours, eight hours, twelve hours? Yeah. Uh, so how do you dial in that that difficulty level? So a lot of it comes down to having the other team members try out the challenge, record how long it takes to solve it. And if you can have, like, the author solve it in, like, an hour, sure, and then have, like, we're not fantastic solvers, but, like, we're pretty good. And if any of us can solve it in an hour, then, generally speaking, it should be easy enough for the competitors. Sometimes if it takes us an hour and a half, we're like, yeah, they'll probably be fine. And yeah. Like, usually, like, again, they are much faster than we are. So like, you know, mm-hmm. Also, we're also not in a race when we're doing it. We're just like, yeah. we just want to like get a sense of how it is, what was our thoughts, what worked, what didn't, should we put hints here? Do, is we're kind of like taking yeah, our time. So honestly, if we get into like less than an hour or two, like depending on that, you know, we'll we either make it a little bit easier or we're kind of like gauge it like that. Um, I don't think we fielded too many that like nobody had actually like last year like we fielded exactly one that we hadn't solved. And it was not Solvable. Or what? No, no, that's not that one. Wasn't it? I thought that was. You're the... never supposed to admit that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you can <laughs> check the GitHub. <laughs> but <it was> all, <laughs> all of our challenges are solved by at least the author. You can check the GitHub. Oh, okay. Solve scripts right. just says, like, comment. Oh, the teams definitely will get to solve this one. No, no, that's right. That one was right, actually, because there was they one. They did. They I mean, solved it. There are, there's like, there was a couple, again, because they're so easy, there's a couple that are just like such staple standard things. Yeah. That, like, we did know and we were fairly yeah, confident It's on like board. if you just give someone four mastering, like, no pie, no anything. Yeah. And as long as our working, you know, some of them we, we did have a working solver, even if it was that easy, just because, like, we made a mistake. Or, so we, we yeah. kind of that, we oh, yeah. verify, obviously, a lot of them. But one of the other, like, key things that happen when solving the challenges for testing is you find all of the little parts where you get stuck because of something stupid, and you try right. to sand down all of those yeah. edges. Yeah. Like, one of the challenges last year had, like, the menu with all the selections, and there was a <laughs> secret fourth option that just, like, called racks. And it was like, how do I get the flag? How do I get to actually, like, execute this? I've got all my stuff here. If only I could call Rex. And then, like, after 30 minutes of scrolling through, you're like, oh, there's a secret fourth option. (laughs) So instead, what we did is we just, like, in the menu, just option number four, extremely convenient, call Rex. Yeah. And then you just watch the competitors, like, open up the menu, and they're like, there's no way. And they hit number four, and then it just, like, segbolts, and they're like, okay. Well, know where I'm going now. (laughs) There you go. That's great. So yeah, that that's good of like getting the feedback to help guide. Yeah. Uh, do you think live CTF could win live CTF with all of your experience no. solving all of these challenges? I mean, we would have to I mean, play if we one of us individually. Them. <laughs> if we, no, if we wrote it <laughs> together, maybe yeah. together. I mean, think together about the practice that you've had. If the other team only has one member. Yeah, I I would be skeptical. So, and it was all back to back. The top the top three or four players from last year were so stay good. So good. I don't think even all of us together on you know like keyboard at the same time could could beat uh, beat one of their times. Like, like, they were, they yeah, were wa- watching. I mean, just just even even the typing speed. Right. Yeah. Of some of these guys, well, it's like absolutely watching like insane. these StarCraft yeah, people or exactly. whatever, like did like a thousand yeah, clicks like, per like second. Is just just like, how does somebody move their hand, you their body that like, fast? I understand why I'm not so good. I physically cannot do that. Yeah, 
Yeah. After those streams, I went on monkey type. <laughs> my typing speed up because I'm like, at least I'll, I should type faster. They do phone tools exercises <laughs> on there. They do. They do. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. remote. How many times can I type? They did some stuff with Vim that you ain't never seen before. God, no. Oh, my God. People it is funny. Themselves. That was another thing I noticed when when watching the streams is there is it, there's almost these like weird Venn diagrams of like knowledge that you have. And you'd be like, wow, they're really good at this. Yes. But man, they don't know this thing that I know. Yeah. What like, little shell tool like, that would have saved in this time yes. is how I did it. Yeah. yeah. I gotta go yeah. back through, like, read all of the different phone tool scripts just so I can learn what the commands are. There's so much good yeah, knowledge or like, there. They'd edit, uh, the thing that I remember sticking out is, like, editing, like, sometimes in a raw, like, Vim or something, yeah. the binary itself, yeah. to change the loader path. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, it's like a patcher elf. One command will do that for you. Right. You don't need to do this nonsense. But, like, was, they just get whatever their thing works and then do it. That was one of the other... Uh, edges that we ran into last year was we were building in Docker with Ubuntu latest. And I think this was right after 2204 LTS came out. Oof. And then like half of the themes were like, I don't have your libc or your DYLE or whatever. Yeah. LD, sorry, Mac person. I can't run this challenge. Like what's going on. Mm-hmm. So yeah. after like the first day, we made sure all the build scripts would include all the different files you'd need to actually run it. Even for just like a stack off onto like a win function, we included libc because we're just like, what if just, like someone never goes know. down the wrong path? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 that's so good because yeah, I had this. Oh God, that's one of my big regrets is our last year in Qual's like my big challenge. Uh, I. It actually came back to like, I had a solve script that worked. And then when we deployed it, my solve script didn't work. And I was like, eh, it's like some randomness, like whatever. Oh. But it turned out that what I deployed was an older Docker build version that had an older, slightly different libc oh. version that the thing didn't work. And so, yeah, I just like, oh, God, it's just like one of those yeah. things. It's like, I wish I could yeah. have that back. I'm just like giving that to them or like making sure I gave There's everything. There's so many so moving pieces and just trying to make yes. sure that like, but also, like, a lot of CTFs will use the existence of a libc in the handout as, like, oh, you might need to jump here. Yeah. Oh, this right, could be, right. like, a one gadget. You never know. Yeah, generally we... Yeah, so hit, that. using that as a hint, but, like... Yeah, but, but in our case... explicitly don't want to do that, so you should give it to them yeah, for yeah, all exactly. of them. Yeah, exactly. So that was, that was our policy. Hopefully this year they will all have the libc included. Yeah, I think, like, the, the templates that we're using just generally just all do that now. Although, calls, we had some last-minute Docker file cleanups that caused a couple of problems. So, yeah, we'll see. I think it's, it's, it's like you said, there's too many little things. It's impossible yeah. to run this perfectly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah without, without having, like, just an order of magnitude more people, time, like, people dry people, runs yeah. beforehand. Yeah, if you have more people like you who could, like... You could do full dry runs of every single person in multiple like tests, and like you could have the infrastructure in place and set up exactly like you could kind of go over the top. But like you know, we all have lies, sort of. So yeah, exactly. You no, know, it's yeah. like you got to make you try you do. Um, so, so what do you see as the future of live CTF in general? Clearly. Not, not, like we... no, no. Okay, yes, dunk tanks for sure. But I mean, do you see like a an esports like? like like future for this or it doesn't have to be live ctf in general but let's say streaming live streaming of ctf i I don't think the audience will ever be so big uh until some big things get figured out because everyone's setup is different you know with uh games for example like csgo Mm -hmm. like you can look at the round timer or like the round score and see like oh it's 15 to 10 this team is winning like Mm -hmm. but with ctf you can look at teams and be like oh this team has 3,000 points this team has like 2,800 points but this team is about to get like five more flags. But how do you know that? And it's, there are so many moving parts and it requires so much knowledge just to like 
keep up that mm-hmm. I don't know if the pickup rate will ever really that and like you're missing the kind of like super exciting visual aspect you get of like yeah. regular games. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that, and that was again like a lot of like CGC. That's where the chess boxing comes See? in. We just have someone go Visual. punch him in the face. Yeah. yeah, like that's what we were trying to do with CGC though, was to make it visually obvious and like dynamic. Because I, I do think that there's like some things you can do to make it more visual and like to make like mm-hmm. who's winning in the drama of like are they getting close or not. Like if you can kind of either build in with a mix of, of visuals or screen caps or instrumentation with the tripwires where you know exactly where they are, how far they. You know, I think there's. I think there's things we can do to make that better. The problem, I think, really, though, is, that, like, the amount of, like, effort and labor that goes into to something like this. Like, because you take, like, all of the... Like, the challenges are easier to write than a lot of the harder... Uh, I mean, they're not trivial just because the testing and you still have to do, you know, it's sort of make them interesting. And, but, like, they're generally easier than, like, the challenges Nautilus, for example, will be putting in the, the finals. Um, just not as big, because they can't be. If they're too big, like, you can't, you know, you can't really solve right. them at times. So, like, they're necessarily smaller... Um, and like us trying to solve our own things, we should do it in a short time period. So like, that's better. But then you add in like all of the like multiple suitcases worth of like audio network power, like the equipment that we're bringing is like just a lot of other people. Like, do we have enough USB length cables and running like the, just the infrastructure um, for like the broadcast side is like a whole nother kind of component um, beyond just the normal power network that you need. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I think all that, like, we're, like, there's no money in it, you know, and there never really has been. Negative money in it. There's negative money. Yeah, we all pay. Yeah, I buy a lot of equipment that just sits on the shelf until next year. Um, and so, like, that's you know, it's the way it's, it's been for for years for for all the DefCon organizers and people. You know, we do it. People do it because they love it. Um, but I feel like when you have to have that production value too, like production quality, and like, you know, do we do we want to have like Hackasat level like visualization and graphics and movies and all that stuff like that's it's so expensive mm-hmm. to do that stuff so that's the thing that kind of depresses me is that i think to like really take off there needs to be take sponsors do you like i don't like i don't know is there even a big enough audience for that like maybe can you um, imagine i don't know it's tricky though because in some level i don't know i keep thinking like yeah but like this is an industry where people get such high paying jobs yeah, from yeah, these yeah. skills and if you can incentivize people to develop these skills like like thinking about how many the one thing that shocked me about the order of the overflow like when we hosted is hearing from people like oh they got into ctfs because we were doing ctf or or they only played our games so like you know are people getting into ctf because of live ctf and then get a no path for security like well i mean that'd be amazing starfighter did so i don't know if you know like the brief history of uh starfighter.io i think was the was the domain but it was uh tom tom patrick uh his wife Aaron and I think I've heard of it, but uh, I've never actually his name. It, they no. were like they, they started a company who was building they were building like a CTF platform. Some of the people behind uh, microcorruption when they were at Montesano mm-hmm. went to do Starfighter. And the whole goal was to build a similar kind of like web based uh except they went like into like financial market stuff, which I was like, eh, you instantly lost me. But okay. It was like a, still a CTF, you know, instrumented kind of online. It's a lot of cool ideas, virtual CPUs and stuff. Um, with the whole goal of it being a commercial company where like if you did well, they would get you job. Like it was both your resume, and then they would hook you up with the company. The companies would get people pre-vetted. There's like really good technical people, so it was a great right. idea. Um, and it, it just unfortunately didn't didn't go anywhere. So like that that is one option, right? But um, I'm a little busy, you know, right now with the thing that I really care about, and so you know, I don't know if if I would uh, would do it, but I you know, I totally love to see it. I would like to see you know it go to the next level, it to be more of a of a sport and to have 
I want the sound isolation boost. I want, you know, like, I want, I want the all dunk that. Tanks. Yeah. The dunk tanks. Yeah. What about dunk tanks? Uh, I'll push forward but to our guys. Dunk tanks are, are definitely not going to be a challenge. Okay, game. fine. We'll get dunk tanks. Not Sorry. A dunk tank. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Jan's kid does not want no, dunk tanks. I don't know if you want really does. to use his yeah. name. I'll, I'll just, I'll call him Baby 2. How about Baby 2. <laughs> is Jan Baby 1? <laughs> no. Jan, Jan Baby 1 is in his Pwn College videos. You can oh. see her. <laughs> Anything you or Baby 2 uh, want to when, uh, when, uh, talk when to the mic? Baby 1 was born. You, your Baby 2 is closer to the mic than you are. No. No. I'm definitely keeping all this in. There's no way I can cut no, this. No, no, this is good. You gotta leave the cute parts in. Mine are getting too old now. I need, I need to see the little ones. Oh, you mean speak to the Russian? No, I don't speak the Russian of mine. Okay. But, uh... <laughs> yes so yeah that i think that's that's great because that's yeah i think how to get more people into ctf has always been something that we're super passionate about i mean jan has home college college, like he mentioned we're educators at heart that's like our our you know we want to teach people is stuff and and like the other thing that i think about is actually talking to some of the people uh from ppp and like not even all of them are like in security, yeah, like yeah. the people who've graduated. Yeah. That's the other thing is like, you learn these skills that are not necessarily security related, but are like, you just learn how to hack like yeah. at, at a basic level. Yeah. And that's what companies want. You need people that can hack. I was talking with, uh, oh, I forget who, at Hexacon with Neo Neo at uh, Hexacon. And he's like, oh yeah, so I'm doing VR now. And I'm like, oh cool, like with who? And he's like, oh, sorry. I'm doing like virtual reality. Yeah, the other VR. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's okay. such a difficult that something we'll need to give because that's you can't have those two. Crypto uh... means crypto and VR means vulnerability research. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. So, actually, that's not a bad shirt to make. Crypto means crypto, VR means vulnerability that's, research. I feel like I would wear that one. It's still not going to work in the current year. No, not, yeah. we're not there yet. You're going to get people coming up to you asking you to buy into their scams. You'll have yeah, a PSC or GTFO situation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Cool. Well, hey, anything else uh, we haven't mentioned yet? Sorry, I think uh, we, we can wind down a little bit since yeah. the Baby 2 is is uh, melting <laughs> slightly. I, I can tr- try to hand him back off, but he was uh, he was pretty tired over there. No, it's okay. Uh, yeah, anything else you guys want to say? Plug? I, I mean, I, I stuff you, you want to plug. Com, right? Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. that's yeah. the trick. We're going to be we're gonna be live and online. Um, we'll, um, I think we'll probably be posting even, like, our rules. Uh, Maybe and, even like, tweet. You never know. Tweet tweet oh, well, I have to tweet right after we do this, so that 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 uh, fairness fairness wise, make sure oh, everyone knows it's coming. Yeah, I'm surprised um, you didn't tweet during. It's this. too late. Everyone's I, already tooling up. <laughs> yeah, you've got you've got that 30 minute head start for fingers uh, yeah. <laughs> being optimized for our challenges. Right oh, now. I can hear it. Oh, trust me, <laughs> us old men are not going to be the ones doing any live CCF. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I want to see the anger. I want Chris Eagle to come and like and uh, do really well in in the brackets this year. He, uh, yeah, I hope. That would be cool. Back and does that, but yeah. So livectf.com will have the brackets. We've got our YouTube channel as well. You can go and turn on alerts so you see when the, the stream goes live. Um, What's the best way to watch Twitch or YouTube? I think we're only on YouTube. We only do YouTube because I'm lazy. I don't want to okay. have to remember to like separately re-upload a VOD, and so like YouTube just does that. Um, so yeah, I think yeah, we're sticking with convenient. we're sticking with YouTube uh, probably for this okay. one. We lose so many VODs on Pwn College because everyone just forgets. In fact, I pay for Twitch Prime. Yeah. Or whatever it's called nowadays, just to keep the vods longer. So you have a better so window can, like, to like get, not lose stuff. Yeah, that's why I just have always. I mean, Twitch has a better, more kind of interactive environment in some ways. But um, yeah, I'm lazy, yeah. so so we we stick there. 
Um, that's it. We might, uh, yeah, we might have even multiple streams. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh, why would we have multiple streams? I don't know. Oh, just, you know I just saw a lot of Ooh. HDMI cables. I got a, I got a bunch of HDMI There are so many cables. <laughs> so many HDMI cables. All right, that's a good uh, good place to, to end on. Anybody else want to plug, uh, I don't know, Twitter, Mastodon, no. uh, Blue Sky Handles, companies that they maybe created no. from scratch? I think we let our logo in the background. I guess people who are just listening don't know that we all they don't. work at Vector35, which yeah. is Binary Ninja. Um, and I'm I'm trying not to let any challenges be unduly binary ninja focused yeah uh, almost definitely <laughs> trying we're, we're definitely trying to not give binary ninja advantage i'm not saying like i'm not saying things will be better if you use binary ninja but yeah. they shouldn't be worse so i feel like i heard that on the I stream just saw a for lot of division by seven in your last challenge for Actually, some I, unknown reason i think it was gamozo that uh that was even like so you made these things work all better in ninja right and i was like not intentionally actually but no, but to work better. I mean, it is what I'm doing most of my testing on. So, what, what are you going to do? Yeah, like, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> All right, everyone should use Binja. Uh, anything else you want to plug, Jan? Uh, no, just uh, feed your kids plenty of prune juice or whatever. <laughs> regular events. Uh, <laughs> yeah, keep keep them regular. Oh, uh, we do have stickers. So if you're in, oh. in Vegas, come out not only to see it in person, but uh, come by and grab some some live yeah. stickers. Also, shout out to. And if you RPI give the secret so. password, yeah, shout out to uh, yeah, because they they're, they're not qualifying. So we don't it, we don't have favorites. Oh, <laughs> they absolutely yeah. just like COVID. Destroyed. Destroyed. That's right. Shout out Ripsec. Ripsec. Um, Ripsec. Yeah. Well, Ripsec is just the gratitude, but yeah. that Slack channel has been dead for t- like two or three years. It's called Ripsec for a reason. Oh. That's because every all the cool kids are on Discord. Well, what what is. I miss is the days of IRC where <laughs> oh, everything IRC being said on. was a mark of prime. Yeah, well, mark Join of prime. Yeah. 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 The IRC server, it's still it is, running it still somehow. I, I, I was idling there for a while, actually, and I idled so hard that my uh, idler died. <laughs> I, I went to... I went to actively idle, SSH back into the box, and it's like not there anymore. <laughs> I'm like, what happened? Yeah, the box got deleted. I, 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 I don't, I don't oh, no. know. There was a good six month yeah. period where the uh, SSL certs were up, and then no one noticed. Now the chat is majority just other IRC networks coming in to spam their network, yeah. which is entertaining nice. every time. <laughs> Some ASCII art I cannot unsee. Really good K line regexes. <laughs> Great. All right. Yeah, we love uh, RPI sec. So uh, cool. All right. Uh, Jan, send us out. All right. Uh, Hey, uh, one last thing I think just to summarize is, uh, you know, there is uh, a remaining problem of how do you make CTF observable and security in general approachable in, in an observational way without uh, actually having people dedicated to like spending their lives commenting individual <laughs> screens. Cause that doesn't scale so well. Yeah. Um, I think there's, there's, you know, we talked about some ideas, but it's definitely an open problem. And uh, if someone solved that, I think they would probably get hundreds of fans yeah. easily, yeah. maybe 200 even tens of dollars. Yeah. Dozens of yeah. exactly. Translates to all those clicks. Yeah. I, I, I looked at a, uh, like there's some monetization estimators <laughs> online. I'm like, how much would would I get for like monetizing Phone College, the YouTube yeah. channel? It's like twelve dollars a that month. Buy you a call. That's pretty good. That could almost pay for the yeah. YouTube premium. <laughs> yeah, that's like a two dollars. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. 
yeah, amazing. All right. Anyways, um, yeah, it's uh, thank you guys for for joining us. It's been yeah. awesome. I'm I'm sorry uh, we had some um, human <laughs> related. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, yeah, we uh, Adam and I will both be at DefCon, so we'll drop by we'll and uh, we're tossing around ideas on like what does a live episode from DefCon look like. Is it just us wandering Ooh. around, yammering, uh, possibly uh, not very sober? Or do we live stream the freaking after party? Or, uh, I know about uh, that. that. <laughs> that would be the super spreader event. You get your camera COVID, too. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, well, there was the, the VTuber that was there. So, you know, it, it, it's uh, the precedent exists. Um, but otherwise, um, yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll see you guys at DEF CON. And. Uh, Many of our listeners, if you see us at DEF CON, this episode will probably drop shortly before DEF CON. If you see us, yeah. drop by and say hi. Um, Adam is super approachable. I uh, am semi-coherent sometimes <laughs> at DEF CON. Um, so, yeah, drop by, say hi. Give us the password. I'm a fan of, of Zardis. I'm a fan of Zardis. I'm a fan of Zardis. That yeah, give us that password and we'll give you uh, I don't know a sticker. Do we have time? <laughs> Nothing. To we don't have stickers. Try <laughs> <laughs> to get stickers. It's, if we have stickers, it's like we'll a week stickers. until the thing, man. Do, you, do we have stickers? You'll get a free copy of Anger. I was gonna say <laughs> yeah, yes. free copy of Anger. Exactly. I'm a fan of Anger. <laughs> I'm a fan of Zardis. <laughs> Uh, yes. Okay. And then also look out for go check out. I don't know if they'll be in the CTF room or not, but check out uh, live CTF where they're streaming. Hopefully the event where you can go we'll check be, that we'll, out because we'll that's be super the, we'll cool. Somewhere at the main. Oh, in the, the room. room. Cool. Yeah. Be and back and forth to the ice cream stand, of course. Nice. All oh, right. or oh, yeah. you bring, can bring, bring, bring Jordan cream. Carl some uh, yeah. some uh, milkshakes. That's if that's I'm not over like, a so. because I'm running back and forth all weekend. No way. He's gonna be getting in the cardio. Bring it on wheel. Amazing. Wow. Oh, nice. All right. Well, with that, uh, again, thank you all for joining us and goodbye, hackers. <laughs>